We're live. We're live. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Morning minutes. We're talking about eight experts that makes the finest real estate agent. Expert, expert, expert qualities. Expert qualities. <laughs> um, so, stay tuned. We're going to talk a bit more. Billy, good morning. We have had a little bit of experience or a little bit of practice in the in the most in the more recent months um, of working together on a couple of different jobs. Whether that being um, appraising properties for rent, appraising properties for sale, um, listing presentations, having a good old crack at the face to face meet and greet and um, sort of initial start off of the relationship with potentially and hopefully future clients um, and I think we're getting some fairly good traction but there's a lot of things that we were thinking about this morning what do people actually want to see in a real estate agent when you invite them over to your property it's probably a little bit of an annoying sort of um, um, occurrence unless you're super motivated to have that property rented have it sold immediately however some people do like to get the feelers out nice and early and you know, we were we were talking to some people the other day, Bill, and they booked a flight to Spain in April, and they're wanting to really just work out and get some trust established with a real estate agency to look after their property, um, because yeah. they're making a big choice whether you're renting it or selling it. Um, so, Bill, what do you think are some of the things that people are looking at when um, you're meeting in in person, on the phone, via Zoom, virtually, all of the different ways that we're conducting our appraisals and um, our appointments these days, how would you say that, you know, things that you think are important to people? Well, I said the biggest one is, is firstly someone that just listens to what they're actually asking for in the first place, rather than rushing in and telling them this is what it's worth, this is what we can do, finding out yeah. what, what they actually want. I mean, we, yeah. uh, as you said, had an opportunity to see if we can help one of our, um, you know, prospective clients in locally in DY who's moving overseas. Um, has a little bit of a unique situation, and of course that comes with a bit of a, a unique solution, which we which we could help with. Um, but you know, she's not looking for a sale price straight up. She's not looking for what's my property worth. She wants to know the process. So making sure you yeah. first, um, you know, clarify all those smaller details first before you you jump to the final conclusion. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's probably one of the biggest or one of the fundamentals in. Um, probably in lots of industries, it's having clear communication so that you can get your point across um, so it can be understood or being able to go back and re-explain things in different formats or different ways so that they can understand because again the way we might talk about particular things in, in real estate whether it's processes or legislation or uh, God knows what, it's not always going to be translated to the other person um, as crystal clear as you know people within the industry. So having great communication certainly one of it, and that comes in many ways. Um, and I think it all comes down to, yeah, being able to not be the type of people that are saying, this is how good we are, this is why we're the best, this is all of these reasons. It's, it's about them, not about us. We're not trying to toot our own horn, are we, at the end of the day? 
that's it. Yeah, client motivated. We want to help. That's that's probably leads into the second one. Um, being client motivated, you know, um, showing some willingness to to help. It's not you know a silver lining for our pockets necessarily. That's not why everyone's in the game. You might have a little bit of a stereotype about it. Yeah. However, you know, um, we're there to help and. and ultimately work for the vendor, make sure both in a sale and rental situation, they're achieving the results they're looking for. Well, that's it. And even even across the other side of it as well, when people are renting and um, people are looking to buy, you know, everyone needs advice. And it's probably quite a daunting time for a lot of people who are making these, making these decisions. Um, yourself being someone recently, you know, probably doing something a little bit unfamiliar, which is really exciting for you, Bill um but you have to have the support around you and you have to have the the right people and if you're being guided with facts and being given options not just this is the the ultimatum this is the only way to do things you let people make their own choices and without forcing or pressuring anyone um you know with a bit of luck if you do well in these first initial meetings they tend to give you the call six months or a year later when you end up when they end up coming to the point where they're ready to, to come to market or, or to, to buy a property, you know, you want to be their first person on the tip of their tongue that comes out. Um, so yeah, building and establishing that rapport from early on um, is huge. Yeah. Luke, thanks, thanks for joining us this morning, Luke. Luke's put a couple of comments in there. Uh, teamwork's a huge one and who's on your team? Look, you're only as good as uh, your strongest link, uh, sorry, your weakest link, so teamwork's <laughs> massive. Um, James and I have actually been sort of bouncing off each other in a couple of presentations recently. It's been nice to have, you know, that person to back you up when it's all a bit unfamiliar. We've been going in and James obviously leading more of the seller side of things in the conversation and me trying to have my input. I think that's worked well. Yeah, but as you say, we're bouncing off each other. We're not trying to steal each other's thunder and, you know, there are bits that you might feel more comfortable with talking about. There are little bits that I might feel a bit more comfortable talking about, but particularly when you are in these situations, Bill, I think people don't want to listen to just one person the whole time, unless that's the person they have a pre-established relationship with. So yeah. by being able to, you know, come across as a dynamic duo that are sharing it and they're in this together, um, but for the betterment of the information that we're going to give to the, to the owner, or to whoever that person may be, that's I think a good a good little way to build rapport. It's not self-focused. It's it's as you say, it's, it's goal-focused. Trying to get a point across, trying to inform them so that they can make good decisions in the future. That's it. Luke's nailed it on the head. Like you know, different people connect in different ways, um, having things in common. You know, having those expertise in certain areas. So it does come off, and it only betters the clients at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think also what Luke mentioned ago about teamwork there is it is a team effort. I think there's no singular process that only one agent is involved in, whether it comes to renting a property, renting out, sorry, by leasing a property, renting out a property, selling all the rest of it. Um, where we're collectively, as Nova Properties, we are a big team. Um, and a part of our process is when we're going through the presentations with people we're talking about all departments and all denominations um within the team so we've got our media agency we've got accounts we've got um our own our own pro photographers we've got the sales team we've got the renters team we've got our management 
And we all come together in the little pieces. We all contribute in our own little ways to try and make that end result better. So that might be from, you know, the get-go, the meet and the greet at the beginning, or when the process has started a little bit more, when it becomes comes the time of, you know, creating the marketing and making sure that the presentation is right and the ad is right and the text is right. And then when it comes down to the face-to-face -face again on the other side, where you've got the leasing agents or the buying or, sell or, the, or the selling agents who are then talking to the, the consumers, trying to get that best result for them in the end. Yeah, I think communication, you know, flows into one of our next expert qualities. We use WhatsApp groups a lot for anyone outside yeah. of the business and doesn't use, you know, that sort of system. Um, I suppose whatever you are using, trying to make sure that it's regular contact with your clients um, when you're in the process of buying or um, selling or leasing, whatever, um, the reassurance. And then flowing on from that, even when you're in property management like myself, you have the odd owner that lives overseas and, you know, fantastic, their property might be just ticking along, no maintenance needed, but it's nice to just drop them a line once a month and say, you know, hope you're well, no issues back here, back home. And and just give the reassurance because that's, Mate, um, that's all that's needed at the end of the day. Mate, 100%. And I can sort of vouch for that situation. Um, we we have we have something over in the UK and we sold a property whilst we were my family and I whilst we came back to Australia we sold we sold the property and it was a really difficult process because their communication wasn't good um, they kept us in the dark about things we heard things through other people the process was really really poor they've managed the property for they've managed another property for us for 10 12 years and again it's like if you don't have those regular little updates just to say everything's good, there's nothing to worry about, then it's in the back of your mind. Is something going on? Is something happening? Do I need to be concerned? But if you're able to keep them in the loop like that, Bill, regularly, um, as even as much as once a month, then, yeah, when they get back, when they have a change of plan, I'm pretty sure there'll only be one person that they're going to be thinking of. Yeah, well, Lisa Novak does it best. Sort of, she's... Um given a bit of an insight into a project we've been working on together recently um, in getting a property ready for, you know, tenants move in. And the WhatsApp group communication, just even if it's not a big update, just letting them know there's no update is almost better than nothing. Um, yeah. You know, still working on it. But after every tiny amount of movement, there's always a little message that goes into that. And yeah. definitely pays off. Well, there's nothing worse than from a, probably from from the owner or the vendor's perspective not knowing what they're doing and then from our perspective if we're doing all of these things behind the scenes that they can't see but we don't tell them about it they don't think we're working necessarily so those little updates are continually ensuring that you know they know we're working hard for them it continues to build rapport continues to build trust and as you say it might not have to be moving mountains it might just be as simple as following up with someone didn't hear back, rah rah rah, whatever it might be. Those little updates are gold, are gold to people. So yeah, that's how you build rapport really, really well. And as Billy said, the WhatsApp groups—that's a little, um, that's a little trick that we use. It works really well. We've got hundreds of WhatsApp groups on our phones. Um, so you know, you're you're always you're always monitoring them. But again, at the end of the day, it's just a really clear, easy method rather than you know, email chains that people don't check as often. WhatsApp, it's in the palm of your hand. 
Um, so it's a pretty easy, fundamental form of contact now. That's it. I think it, it misses all the easy hurdles, you know, time zones. It misses the fact that it might go into a spam folder on an email. Yeah. Um, it might be missed whether it be on your, your, whether you're set up on a work computer and this message only came through to your, you know, your personal email. You know, it just it, it avoids all of those little complications. And yeah. as an agent, we don't have time, you know, to make sure it's going to, you know, whether it be your work email and your personal email. So making sure everyone's always getting the correct information. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, All quick right. Yeah, Bill, is there anything else in particular you've noticed sort of in your time since you've been since you've been more out in the out in the in the deep end, which you're doing? You're you know you're getting to know the rental process process really well, but you're also doing some, yeah. some business development and you know out and about on appointments with different agents within the within the business. Are you noticing that all of the agents are having? Do they all have the same perspective and the same sort of approach to things, or does everyone do things in a slightly different way? Um, I think it's within within the business. I mean, I can't talk for anyone, you know, other agencies, um, but I think within the business, it's a it's a reasonably the same approach. Obviously, tailored slightly different from person to person. Everyone has a unique sort of touch on it. But um, one thing I've noticed big is setting up. Um, you know, trying to establish um, some sort of a connection with a client early on. It doesn't always need to pay off then and there. I've yeah. noticed a lot of agents that I've been, you know, sort of following behind it, like yourself, Mark, they're not looking for a signature on the signing pad every time. Sometimes that first couple of initial chats is just to see what they need, see how we can help, then update them on yeah. how things are moving. And then it might be three or four times later before you can actually help them. Well, that's it. I think everyone, everyone's got different sources of motivation in terms of timings, whatever's going on in their life. We mentioned that the last presentation we shared together, Bill, you know, they're moving to Spain in, in five or six months. So it's setting up a, setting up a, a, a platform for communication, um, trying to keep at the forefront of their minds and, and hopefully leave a good impression. So, you know, it's, it's always nice to, to do those sorts of things particularly when through this COVID period, it's not always been easy. People are a little bit nervous about it. So even doing messages or presentations over the phone bill, like we did, not even on WhatsApp or, or FaceTime. Um, and to think, you know, what did, what, I wonder how, I wonder how they thought about it. And then to receive a really nice email, you know, moments later, just asking for, for the one or two things to be, to be clarified. And then sort of hopefully then it looks like they'll be able to move on in the next couple of months. So, you know, there are easy ways. We're not trying to, um, as you say, we're not trying to get the pen signed on the dotted line straight away. Some people who are ready to do it, you know, there might be more emphasis on that, but it's all about the betterment of making an impression um, and then showing what we're really capable of and why we're trustworthy, not just why we're good at what we do. I think there's obviously an element to that that people are going to look out for, but I think also it's do I get on with these people? Are they relatable? Are they down to earth? Or do they have that maybe a little bit more generic stereotype of a real estate agent that maybe isn't quite so liked in the wider world? Yeah, setting even even adjusting your own expectation as from an agent's perspective, you know, straight into the industry, you're, you're hoping to just close deals left, right and center. But if you yeah. go in with the expectation, you're just there to help. 
I think the rest will follow. Yep, agreed. Yeah. All right, Phil, I think that's a wrap. I think so. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks for all the questions, Luke. I think we covered most of them. Appreciate <laughs> the Bye, bye, bye. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Bye.